It's time to wait, California. Pump the brakes and steer clear of your dishwasher. It's between 4 and 9 p.m., which means there's less clean energy available. So remember, power down from 4 to 9 p.m. Keep it golden. And learn more at energyupgradecalifornia.org radio. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the Ab Shredding Muscle Burns Fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Welcome to Bleedies, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here with the two coolest dudes in the room. I'm Ryan Van Vliet. Everybody knows me. Gino, do uh, voice recognition. I heard that's a problem with me. I don't ever tell people who's talking. Gino, tell us about yourself in six seconds or less. Uh, this is Gino, and I'm a real fan of professional wrestling. Oh, he's a hashtag true wrestling fan. Kevin, same to you, 6.5 seconds. My name's Kevin, and I'm fucking Remember when I yelled that at you yesterday? <laughs> that was my first laugh today when I thought of that. Good. Yeah, because see, you need to track Poor these laughs. Just I'm as worried. Just as talented white kids. Thank you so much, Ricardo, for Randy's Randy, Gino's favorite wrestler. Because, Kevin, you're tracking laughs now. I felt bad because I laughed, like, immediately today. I was kind of going to try and be a cool guy. Like, no, I don't laugh that much. I woke up to Dublin, like, kissing me. I'm like, oh, I'm already laughing. Get out of here, buddy. He was so cute. So, yes, See, well, my laugh wasn't until 902 a.m. <laughs> and I woke up at 716 a.m. And I don't even know if the I'm fucking gay laugh counts because like, I don't know if yours does either. It kind of has to be. Well, you don't laugh like me. Like I laugh really loud. Like I think people stomp on the ceiling after the first laugh that should count of a day. So a little chuckle. I don't know if I should track. Yeah, well, that, that it's a good point. Like, what actually genuinely makes me laugh? Like, I did have a Rich Eisen relapse, and I was laughing all morning driving to work. And I think you even pointed that out. Like, me listening to Sean and RJ in the morning or just any sort of, you know, sports radio, and they make any sort of pun about the Dallas Cowboys, I start laughing my ass off. I'm very easy to get to laugh in the morning. I, have, I haven't had energy drinks for two days, and I thought that would affect my laughter. No, nope, I'm still the happiest guy. So, yes, I do... I, I have been laughing just a lot. Plus, this is always my stretch right here, these three days where it's Raw's fourth hour, then this, and then tomorrow's the whole effing show. So there's just – I'm laughing all the time on these three days. So I think my first official laugh today wasn't until like 7.30 p.m. when you did the tightest bark. His back got <laughs> from stomping on the ceiling. Oh. But the fire's been burning today, Vleeties, but I'll cope. Oh Well, hopefully we get another Flames of Troy track. If we're going to get the burning fire – we might as well get some songs out of it. And uh, Gino, you're you're the same way. When was your first laugh today? Today, I actually sadly haven't marked down the time because I today was kind of depressed and slept in most of the day. So like you didn't have a laugh, Gino. You, know? you didn't laugh yet. Not yeah, not like a real laugh. Like I have snickered, like chuckled, but not like a full like. Oh, this is the best part of the laugh journal. (laughs) I didn't even think about Gino's part. He's not going to laugh ever, Vleeties. That's why I'm so fascinated. Like Friday, listening to you guys talk was hilarious to me because you guys were just both the saddest dudes. And it's like when Kevin's pouring his heart out and he needs somebody to just talk for like 30 seconds to give some sort of a, just a rebuttal or something. Gino kind of does like a, yeah, man. That's it. That's life. And it's like, Gino, why are you so sad? Like, why is everybody so sad? We have these laugh journals to kind of, okay, we're all going to 
maybe even try and make ourselves laugh at stuff. Like that's kind of what I'm. Remember when Gino was just like, "Look, we we all just want to die." Yeah, like, that was what he said. We we all want to die in a way or something. And like all been saying in the chat, I don't want to die. Gino, how are you with that? Do you still want to be dead? I, we have GCW Hardcore Homecoming this weekend. We do have like events that are good to pass the time and have me at least enjoy wrestling. But then there are times when I'm just with me and my own thoughts and I have no way to really let them out. And I just keep thinking I could be dead and my thoughts will be free and I don't have to worry and stress myself out. What do you Gino, mean? I'm sorry, Bledis. This is very important. I'm very sorry. Uh, Gino, do you consider the feeling the pain? Because I know what it is. I don't. We have to describe it for Bledis. It's kind of new to him. He's one of those depressed where, like, his dog died once and he was sad for a month. He thinks that's depression. We're Jonathan Davis, Gino. We're all in your wheelchair. But do you describe it as a nothing or a burning fire? What do you more relate the feeling to? I do more feel it as nothing. Like, it, again, it consumes my thoughts just almost like nothingness. Like, I know I could just die and I at least be free of stress and stuff that makes me... Says start working out, Gino, get some serotonin. I was going to say, Gino, like in, in your world, or at least the way I'm looking at it, like what do you mean your thoughts are going to be free? Like if anything, I think your thoughts are going to haunt you more when you're dead. You're going to lay there with your thoughts? What do you mean? That, like how does that free your mind by being dead? Because then I won't be thinking anymore. My mind will be shut off completely, and I'd have no way of thinking and stressing my own soul or essence out. And, and I would no longer be stuck and in your head, that's like freedom. Like, okay, finally, like I no longer, because I, I, I don't, and this is, yeah, Kevin is right. I am like super positive right now. I'm just loving it. Life is like pretty perfect right now. So when I hear like, well, if I'm dead, I'll be happier. It's like, no, I, I really disagree with that entirely. Like, why don't you just try and make yourself happy? But uh, Dakota, I never, Dakota never had a dad. Maybe that's the issue here is that I, maybe we need to father you, Gina. I could father a little bit. Maybe it's the case because, again, I was born without actually having a father figure. I was born with just women in my life because my dad was an abusive person and my family we left and moved out of state because of. I so do, that's possible. I do remember you telling me that at one point, and I was like, that probably has a lot to do with it more than I know because I actually, you know, I grew up with my dad and he was very, you know, there were, were moments where we were combative, but he was doing it for the betterment of myself. So I do kind of agree that that might be something there. But it's just depressing to hear you be so sad. Like, you, we have this world, like, literally. I'm He's at, not as sad as me. What are you talking about? Ladies, when's the first time you beat up your dad? See, that's the thing. I never did. I never had that moment. He did bite a pencil one time when I was, like, nine. And he bit the pencil in half and, like, broke a ruler out of my brother's backpack. And at the time, it was, like, the scariest thing I had ever seen. Like, I've never seen a human man eat a pencil. But That's then, how I would act during homework <laughs> with this pal. It's like, what the fuck? Am I the teacher? We're doing three hours of homework. We'll homeschool you. Well, and then I just started, like, later on in life, I laughed at that. I just thought, like, what a funny thing to do to somebody. Like, bite a pencil in front of them. It's not like he ate it and he just spit it out. But I think the difference for, for, for you, Kevin, is you said, like, Gino says, I don't have a way to get these thoughts out. Kevin and I do all these, we do all these discussions. Kevin's making videos. I think that would help Gino tremendously as far as what do I do with my thoughts? Put them somewhere. But make well, it, make the problem is I get what Gino means. I think in the end, there's no escaping. We could have it all, Gino, and we're just still cursed. We have the TBS curse. But what I did do today, ladies, that Gino could do, I, I did a slight cleaning, not like a real cleaning. I just picked up three 
giant trash bags of tissues off one of the bathroom sinks. So, you know, you let some stuff build up over time. You do a light cleaning. So we didn't scrub the sink yet, Gino, but at least it's almost ready to be scrubbed after we get a paper towel, a dry paper towel to get some crumbs off. So, ladies, I also picked up some under my desk. So maybe if Gino starts doing some light cleaning. Yes. See, mate, that's the other thing, Gino, is we've always pressured you into just clean the room, Gino. Like we're yelling at you like that. Maybe it does need to just be a couple things here and there. Like you said, you got your Indeed password and then you were like, what a good day. Like maybe that's the pace we need to push you at. I don't, I'm sorry that I've been pushing you at this breakneck pace. Now, it, to be fair, Gino, you also pushed me at a breakneck pace because you were like, did you watch the main event of Hard to Kill yet? You were like shaking me. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I haven't. And I will, I promise. I even, at, on my lunch break at work, I was like, "I sorry, everybody. I need to go watch this match. So, Gino, I watched Hard to Kill. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. I enjoyed every minute. Every single minute, are you sure? Was there no minutes where you were like, oh my gosh, what's happening here? Not really. I enjoyed every minute, even the main event, which did kind of drag a little bit and kind of they were both tired out by the end. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the, the, that was my biggest complaint, I think, of the whole night was I – and Kevin, like, cued me. I didn't watch all of SmackDown until I, I listened to Fourth Hour, and I'm like, Mickey James is in the what? Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, they're going to put Mickey James in the Rumble, which made me think these things. Like, Kevin, do you think that – now, Mickey James is still the Impact champion. Do you think Impact is doing that because she's in the Royal Rumble? Like, or was she supposed to lose this fucking belt? Like, why is she my champion right now? Well, Gino kind of called that because I had the opposite take of Gino. I thought because she's in the Rumble, well, she's going to lose this belt. And like she should. Like it was obvious to me and to Gino that Deanna Perrazzo should have never lost the first match. We had a pity party for some piggy James and now we can undo it. But it looks like they went the other way where it's like, well, now bring the belt to the ring. You think we're going to see it on TV, ladies? Well, that's what that's what I watched Raw last night, and they showed a graphic of her that didn't include the belt, which if I'm Impact, maybe they're just subtly keeping the belt on Mickey. So, if you know, I, I've never heard of her. Mickey James, I've never heard of her. So then they go to Google, and they punch it up, and that's what they get. And I think that's what the thinking is. Like, oh, well, as long as she's the champion, people will find out, and they will come and watch the product a little bit. And like then there's something else that happened, though, and that being Pat McAfee literally explained that she is the current TNA Knockouts Women's Champion. Yeah, so but that's not visual, though. They didn't put a graphic up. So people that watch wrestling are like me sometimes or the people that watch it in the bars. Isn't it weird when you're at a bar, Gino, and wrestling's on the TV like after the baseball game ends? Isn't that weird? I've never had that happen because normally the baseball or football game is always on when I'm at any form of bar. Oh, dude, I was at a bar on a Friday one time and like the baseball game ended on Fox and then it was wrestling. I was like, what? What? So, yes, Mickey James is going to be in this rumble. She was supposed to lose this belt, though. Like, that's just what I Maybe thought. You could have just fixed him. Gino needs purpose and he needs a social. You need social life. Me and Gino both need to go to the bar, but we don't want to go alone. We don't have any friends. We're not moving to the Bay Area, Tyler. You move to us. <laughs> so, ladies, how are we going to go to a bar? Maybe Gino and I need to have a buddy movie in person or come visit you. Uh, you guys should be hanging out more. And when I'm in the middle, I feel, right? Georgia, Nevada, Texas. I think I'm the central point. Or maybe I need to go up to Oklahoma. Maybe that's the true middle. Well, I think if I hung out with Gino alone, he'd be embarrassed of me, and I'd be embarrassed of him. <laughs> you're there. like You're like so fun. They'd be like... 
<laughs> people that see us from the outside, just me and Gina, wouldn't like think we're cool. But if Fleeties is there and we're all smiling, <laughs> we look so cool. You need the one happy guy who's like really loud, actually in public. Like, oh, who's this guy? He's ordering chocolate cake shots for everybody. Like that. Yeah, as opposed a- to who are those two guys in the corner? Like Gino and I would hide together. You would make us blossom. Why are they wearing grit flag shirts? What's that about? Like, yes, you guys. That, I would love to see you guys at Los Ojos. Or what's that place called? O- Ojos Locos. Uh, that's where I saw the wrestling in the bar, Gino. It was awesome. It was. Why are our- those grit flag shirts so small? Yeah. Why, <laughs> are those the tightest grit flag shirts? These guys need bigger grit flag shirts. They could get them right now on Etsy. But either way, I watch. Maybe we should all get together. What's where's the next anniversary, Gino? Is it in Nashville again? We can all go. I wouldn't be surprised if it's in Nashville because they think they'd want to go back to their asylum days every year. Yeah, or when's the next? Uh, when's the next AEW in Dallas? That's always a good time. Probably winter is coming. <laughs> I saw that Raw was going to be in Oklahoma, and I was looking at tickets. I was like, that's only a three-hour drive. I'll go up to Oklahoma City and watch my favorite, Randy. Watch Matt Riddle. I can't wait. So we watch this Impact Wrestling. Maybe Ayako says we should go to Wrestle Kingdom. Gino, would you be down to go to Japan? We'll push you. I would be up for going to Japan if I had the money or was given the opportunity. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Kevin, are we in for, for Japan? We'd be the loud Americans, Ayako's saying. Think of how easy it would be to start a You Deserve It chant. Like, these people are just waiting for someone to stand up and get rip the mask off and tell them what to yell. Well, and even, like, wrestlers like Joe Doring are, like, super over in Japan. So I feel like we'd be over in Japan just in the audience. They'd be so into it. Like, are these guys from Europe? No, we're the loudest Americans ever, and we love Chris Bay. These Americans are demanding Little Caesar seat upgrades, and they will not take no for an answer. <laughs> that would be they us. Have little Caesars. Yeah, oh, there's no Little Caesars in Japan. We will not go. All right, I'm going to make that clear right now. So, Gino, you watched Hard to Kill. You said the entire thing enjoyable. I, I have to agree. Now, I didn't watch the – wasn't there like an extra pre-show match? I didn't watch – what's the guys you were telling me about? Speedball? Yes, there's Speedball, Mike Bailey versus Ace Austin versus Chris Bay versus Laredo Kid. It was Laredo Kid. But I love when now I love when you and I talk Impact Wrestling or we talk Ring of Honor or we talk MLW. I do like to say the names where uh, like Kevin, Maddie Spice, Nathan, Ayako, they're all like, who are these fucking names that they're making up? Because you were so excited to watch the Speedball Mike Bailey match. Now, in my head, I'm thinking, is that a pitcher from the 80s? Like, why is there a wrestler named Speedball Mike Bailey? How did you know about him? Where is he from? Is he a 205 Live alumni? Where is he from? He is from Ken, and I watched him because there was this match, I think it was in 2019, 2018, of WrestleCade or uh, WrestleCon. It was him and Will Ospreay, and it was an amazing contest. And after that, I was like, Will Ospreay is great. Like the speedball guy looks really good. So like after that, I was like really following speedball and seeing like this dude's amazing. This dude is one of the best, right up there with Osprey. Oh and then god! Like through the uh, fucking quarantine shit we're still going through, he decided to get on Twitch because he can't wrestle right now. But well, he that time why can't he so wrestle? He Does he have a neck issue? Because of COVID, he couldn't like get any like bookings because he was in Canada. Oh, he had COVID. Yes. Okay. So again, he was. Doing that, having these streams, having these discussions, like showcasing himself and like all the people he's wrestled over the years and seeing like just how good he is it's for those who haven't seen him. And so now him being an impact and having his debut match there on that pre-show was really this guy, Gino, Is this the guy that was smiling too big? 
Yes, the big smile because he's excited again. He's just a positive guy. Speedball, my this guy is awesome, ladies. I only saw him this one time. Didn't he win, Gino? He beat up these fucking X Division guys under X yes. where there were girls. But this guy's great. Point. He's a heel, though, Gino. You got to see this. This. So you're telling me he's really like that, or is he being a bad guy? I think it's a bit both. Like, again, when he's on stream, like he is just a positive guy. He does talk in that, like, in his kind of tone, his like positive tone. He's a nice guy. He's a good person. I did hate his kicks. He did the kicks where you kick left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left. Stop kicking left, right. It's so stupid. But other than that, he he looked pretty flawless, Bleedies. I liked his face. He looks like a. I don't. Know, this is gonna sound dumb because he's so little, but he looks like a wrestler. Just like his haircut. <laughs> Is it a Mansoor haircut? Something in his face. He looks like a foreign wrestler that would be doing this for real, if not in America on these fake shows. Well, and I'm even going to call I, Gino. This wasn't a COVID thing. It says, while blossoming into a wrestling star, Bailey, whose name is Emile Libby, was dealt a devastating blow in 2016 due to an immigration issue. The Canadian was not allowed to enter the United States for five years. So what's this guy? What's this guy? Uh, a molester? What's happening here? Why is he not allowed in the state? I actually forgot all about that. I don't remember what the issue was and why his visa was not accepted for him to go anywhere else. But yeah, that's what he's Speedball's great. Ricardio! Ricardio just gifted a sub to Maddie Spice. What should I do, Gino? Let me listen to you. What should I do with my life? Again, if you haven't had the chance yet, since it is free on YouTube, you know, you and the people listening, they could watch the pre-show of the Impact exclusive event called what? Oh, Are you right telling me Bleedies hasn't even seen Speedball Mike Bailey? Bleedies, you pinned your fucking purple hair guy you cry about. You got a cameo from. You need a Mike Bailey cameo. Yeah, this is frustrating. He beats Ace Austin his first night in. Oh, that was pretty cool. He did like a shoot, like a shooting star press knee drop to the back. That was exciting. But yeah, he's already taken out Ace Austin, Laredo kid. No one's ever Doesn't heard. He kind of looked like Teddy Bruschi. I like his hair. <laughs> There's something like poofy and 80s about his hair like Teddy Bruschi. He definitely has a rough. Mo- I've been watching Karate Kid. I'm watching Cobra Kai. I mean, he looks a lot like he belongs in that era. Maybe not the Karate Kid himself, but one of his friends back in New Jersey. So I, I, the jury's out, Gino. You know how I am. Sometimes it takes a while. You can't just say, he's really good. He was on Twitch. That doesn't make me like people, okay, Gino? I understand, Dustin. And this was his debut match. And soon, as the weeks go by, you're going to see more and more of him since he's here in the States. I like this pose. I like this elongated arms up looking around like, look at me. I Yo, did- look at the smile, please. He had this. <laughs> you got to see the entrance. He has the most obnoxious. And like, just because in America it's obnoxious. Maybe like in the 80s or in other countries, this is terrible. But it's that like, oh, you just want to boo him and hate him. And then his kicks are perfect. I love my. He's favorite. not wearing shoes. This guy's awesome. Okay. He's not even wearing shoes. He's doing flips off the rope. Okay. So far, very good outing. Although he did, he beat Ace Austin, which kind of annoyed me. Ace Austin. You know me, Gino. One of my favorites. Uh, ever since losing to Chris Saban, he's never been the same. Uh, I did watch Jake something versus Madman Fulton. Now, this was just kind of slapped together. But for both these two uh, two meaty men slapping meat, Gino, uh, this was a pretty good match. Why is – what's what's wrong with Jake something? Is there something wrong with him? No, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. Because, again, earlier that week on Impact, we had a really good match with him and Jonah. Which got another two but, big but hostage. That's, but that's right. what I'm saying. I'm saying Jake something is 
Like he should be up there. He should be on this level of uh, Morrissey's. What? Like, Ricardio, just subscribe. Thank you so much, Ricardio. Like I look at Jake something separating from Diener that rivalry that he had with VBD. I thought by now he would have advanced into a, a bigger spot than pre-show match, right? I would agree that he shouldn't just be a pre-show match guy, but again, I think they want to have more the most eyes on him because they do see a lot in something, which they should. So they're like, the pre-show is something that people can at least go to. It's going to be free. It's going to always <laughs> be there for people to just watch. And so people could see, here is two guys that we do have a lot of hope for, that being Sawyer Fold and Jake something. Oh, don't Sawyer Fulton me, all right? Don't I know he's always – we go by their names now, Gino, okay? Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white Thank kids. you, Ricardo. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Dakota. Stay safe spells and on fire spells. Trouble.life slash ladies. Uh, yes, Jake something should be in the main event. I agree, Gino. He's, he's, got, he's got big shoulders. That's all we need. Maybe he needs to go to New York. I'm just saying. Uh, the main event begins now. This is my favorite part of the night, Gino. Tom Phillips, Tom Hannafin, back in wrestling where he belongs. D'Lo Brown's still there. Awesome. This made me so excited to hear not Matt Stryker's voice. I I know that I every time I talk about Impact, I always forget Matt Stryker's there. And then as soon as that starts, I turn it down a little bit. I don't want to hear him. And this was the I turned the volume up so loud. Matty Spice zero four says say one real name. Stop making up shit. Tom Phillips, we all know Tom. Uh, he forgets he, he, like he has very short term memory. He doesn't remember Tom Phillips and his amazing commentary. That's because he had a concussion. Don't be so insensitive, Kevin. Tom Phillips, he's gonna face fuck. He's gonna face fuck everybody in Impact now. So fuck. What? Oh, cardio. I'm going to send him some cheese. Ooh. Thanks, buddy. So, ladies, you're way off as usual here. This is ridiculous. Ew, Tom Phillips, what? Tom Hannafin, he's replacing Josh Matthews. They're the first mics. Matt Stryker <laughs> wasn't a first mic, was he? He was. That's why he was so strange. He's a really good color guy, or he's a good guy who goes, thank you for riding with us on El Rey. Like, that was awesome, Matt Stryker. And for some reason, he was on this show going, well, you know, Ace Austin reminds me of Cristiano Ronaldo. So good at his craft. That sounds like a nightmare, but I love Tom Hannafin. He's the best voice in wrestling. And I, whenever I think of Impact, the first thing that came to mind is Josh Matthews turned up so fucking loud above everything. It is like fake kind of indoor voice. Every time I do an impression, it's just Tony Schiavone now. But now that we have this, this guy, turn him up louder, Tom Hannafin. His voice is the best. The show seems almost professional. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought was this is the most professional show, even though it didn't have the most professional wrestler. Uh, thank you so much, Ricardo, for gift subs everywhere. JT, welcome. Use uh, the TTS is actually grit, okay? Exclamation point grit. Gino, we had an X Division women's match. I knew this would be awesome. You knew this would be awesome. Kevin knew this would be awesome. This was better than I expected it would even be. Uh, it was definitely a spot fest. But it was like a fantastic spot. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel awkward. Chelsea Green had some big spots where I thought, is she like a really good wrestler? So this yes. this was a lot of fun. You know, I like you say, oh, well, they put Jake something on the pre-show, so everyone will go watch it. No one's gonna go watch that. They're gonna go watch the X Division, uh, X Division, the Ultimate X Match with Alicia Edwards, Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace, Lady Frost, Rosemary, and Tasha Steeles. 
Uh, this this was so great, Gino. Now you and I, you were with me on the on the prediction train, right? We thought Rosemary was kind of the slam dunk, right? Both did, but we also both kind of agreed that there's the possibility they would push Tasha because I still remember the tournament where they had her and Mercedes, and that was like the big match. And I was like, Tasha's really good in that match. I was like, this could be something they really want to push her. And this match, I was Four like, they really are going to go to her halfway through. And she did. Just an amazing contest, and Natasha got the big win that she finally needed. Again, the spots they had again, they had Rosemary and Havoc together trying to help win the match, which was a great spot, too. Yeah, well, it even, I think I even said last week, like, well, Savannah Evans could just interfere and make sure Tasha went. Like, there were so many, there were all, like, a lot of, you, you always bring this up with rest, like, oh, a lot of character work. And I agreed, like, this match had a lot of character work. Like, Alicia with Kendra, I thought that was a lot of fun. And then, it almost was like foreshadowing Kenny and Eddie later. Lady Frost had that awesome moonsault. There were so many moments in this match where Chelsea Green was, I thought, the only people I really thought who could win it were Tasha Rosemary and Chelsea Green. Like, that, like watching the entire match, That's I was like, it's got to be one of those. So for at the end, I think it was Chelsea, uh, like Chelsea and Jordan Grace were like fighting at the top, and then Tasha just kind of comes out and gets the X. What an outstanding way for uh, just such a good and didn't like Chelsea grab the X first, but Tasha like fell to the floor with it. So technically she Yeah, won. Then, yeah like someone else to fall touch <laughs> the bat with it. Then the, first of all, bump of the night, fucking Jordine Grace took the most insane fall. That almost seemed like she was like just it wasn't supposed to, Gino. She hit so hard. She won me over the most. Chelsea Green sucks. Biggest letdown. I thought I heard about hot mass, and I'm like, this girl sounds like original and stuff. And then I see her, just like every other dumb girl who can't do a missile drop kick. <laughs> every move she did looked fake as fuck. But Jordine Grace is a legitimate athlete amongst these women. No, she hits the weights hard, and and I really like Jordan Grace has definitely won me over when I was what when Gina would try and get me to watch this Impact. I thought, oh my gosh, Jordan Grace is the worst. She lost to Deanna though, and then for a while she cut they. They booked her properly, Gino, okay? And she won me over eventually. It took a while, but it happened. I think I even mentioned if it was a go-go or Jonathan Gresham or Jordan Grace, I'd watch a Jordan Grace match first. Her and Chelsea Green had that amazing match on a pre-show for uh, whatever that was for. I can't remember. But constantly, she's, she's impressing me. So I originally was like, why is Jordan Grace in this match? It made so much sense why she was in this match. Even though I knew she wasn't going to win, it was just great to have her in there for some of the big spots that she was able to do. And there was a few moments where she was hanging upside down. I thought, oh, my gosh, we're going to watch Jordan Grace die. And, no, great, great match, great performance. Can't say enough. Like, this was a perfect way to start the show because I watched the Jake something match. And then I thought, okay, that's the end of the pre-show. So I just, like, fast-forwarded it. I didn't fast-forward. I was on Watch Wrestling. So I closed that window, opened part one. And, oh, my gosh, what a show. What a way to open it, you know. So where do you think we go? Do you think Tasha's the next champion? or Because we have Mickey. So are we doing Mickey Tasha at the next thing? Or does this just set up for something different later on? I do think it's going to be Mickey and Tasha because there is kind of history there since Mickey did have a really good match in NWA with Kira Hogan. So they're like, there is kind of history. They could go back on and like talk about that since Tasha was like the closest friend with Kira and Mickey could talk about how she beat her friend. 
<laughs> and how she's just still like she could become a heel. I think Mickey would be a really good heel. Tasha. Tasha is so clearly the heel though. She's got a heavy. She has a, a heater with her. And also Tasha beat up Kiera. They're not friends anymore. So I agree. Like yeah, Kiera and Mickey had a good match, but I don't know if that just because they're both uh, strong, independent black females, Gino doesn't mean they're all connected spiritually. Okay. Well, ladies, Gino's mad at Mickey still. You understand what happens <laughs> later in the movie. Yes, that's true. He, he, Gino's always had it out for Mickey. Doesn't think she's top five. Uh, but Mickey's a phenomenal wrestler, and we find that. Uh, she actually held up her end of the bargain, I feel like, at the end, Gino. If we could cut ahead a little bit. like I was I, I was a little disappointed by Deanna's performance. You know, Sander about this we're talking about during when we talk about the match. Who botches getting a DDT? It's like, okay. No one botches. They're both tired I'm, and gassed I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm going to do your – I'll take your finish. Go ahead. Oh, I forgot. I do it this way now. So it that was, was – They were both gassed up. We'll talk about during the match. I watched Deanna have an Iron Woman match, and she wasn't gassed out. I think she was just lazy this match because she knew she was losing. She was James Storm. She was doing a poo-poo face. We messed up, Gino. Britt Baker should have been the lady of the year. So uh, now the next match was I was not excited for this at all. I was like, oh, my God. Trey Miguel versus Steve Macklin, Gino's favorite, for the Impact X Division Championship. If Macklin loses – he can't challenge for the championship again whilst Trey Miguel is champion. Now, I love when anyone uses the word whilst. So this is already a winner in my book. Gino, what did I text you after this match? You told me that this match was even better than Usos versus New Day. So for you, this is your match of the year already. This is better than Okada versus Name a Guy. This is the match of the year. This match was so shocking and it was so good. Because, Gino, of the character work, okay? Kevin, character work. It's very important here. Trey Miguel was the guy who was told he doesn't have enough passion for this business by Triple H. So, you know, he, he wears, like, cool jackets and weird pants. And then, I'm pretty sure a match of the year put me to sleep because I, I woke up and my stream was over and I had to go back and watch the main event. I remember Jordan Grace very well, but <laughs> match of the year, Gino, don't remember it. Gino, match of the year. Come on. Where, where are you at? Would you rather watch this again or uh, Okada and Osprey? I feel after the great work that Macklin had with Trey Miguel, I'd rather watch Trey Miguel versus Macklin. <laughs> Hell yeah. I know, you're, I know you're that hipster. So this was great because I, I didn't realize that little that other caveat. Like if Macklin loses, he can never challenge again. So I, I, that automatically made me, because I was already thinking Macklin's winning the stupid belt. Trey Miguel hasn't been a very good champion. But then I forgot this is for the X Division Championship. This is like the only, this, when this belt is on the line, the matches are good. And when Macklin, Gino, when he takes the Meteora and he's like kicking out and he's like, no, fucking do it again. And, and Miguel hits like a brain buster and then another Meteora and finally gets the pinfall. Like it seemed like Macklin was never going to stay down. Rizzo to C says Impact is making a comeback. This was such a good match. I was very surprised. And then for Macklin to lose, I was, I was unbelievably happy. I thought the story they told made so much sense. Macklin's never going for this belt again. He's ready for the big belt, you know. I'm calling it now. But yeah, he is. He's ready for that belt. Or what they could do to really try to put more prestige in that media title, have him beat Jordan Grace. Have him just demolish her and win that title. I, I, well, prestige. I mean, Jordan Grace needs to hold it for a year and a half. Right? That's the rule to make a belt get over. But I really enjoyed this match. I hate Macklin. I hated him. I thought he was so good in this because 
it my complaint with him is he's always just been a generic stone face guy. So for him to be like, you know, he's getting his ass kicked and he's like, come on, come on. I just, I started like to tear up because all I could think of is this soldier who's just in this battle and he knows he's not going to win, but he's not going out like a bitch, Gino. Christmas match of the year. <laughs> you just sold me on it. And also watching highlights, I remember it now. I did actually catch this. I remember Macklin losing. The Meteora looked amazing. Shock and finish. And none of these thoughts made me cringe. Oh, and that's what I mean. Like normally, like their their match at Turning Point was Botch Fest 2022, and this was so. That could have been kids' fault. Yeah, so yeah, Laredo kids sucks. Number 22 on the PWI. Come on, like the, these guys and triple threats are harder to pull off. We've heard X Pac talk about it, yep. but the these the spear through the ropes <laughs> when the guy's just butt was pointed out and he was upside down and he didn't go through the ropes. Remember that? Oh, it was yep. they, slot fed. This was awesome. I enjoyed this match tremendously. You, didn't, you call that? Did you just call that sloppy? No, the turning point one was sloppy. Oh, oh god. That butt sticking out wasn't sloppy enough, but it was a great spot. <laughs> we needed more ass on Turning Point. Turning Point was live in Vegas. They're okay with a little ass. So really enjoyed this match. Now your favorite. People didn't show up there, though, so we couldn't get enough ass, so we didn't get a tag match we were supposed to have. That's that, what we got instead. You know, we got some Mickey's ass. All the, Mickey has her legs open permanently. She won't close them. Every time she lays down, she's going to kick her legs out as wide as she can. We get it, Mickey. We've seen it. Well, in her chaps, that was, uh, Gino, I cannot stop complaining about this main event. She was wearing those baggy-ass chaps for the first 10 minutes, and I guess it was supposed to be like an Angel Garza reveal or like Kurt Angle taking the straps down. I'm taking my big baggy-ass chaps off. Now it's time to be serious. I thought that was annoying too, Gino. So hopefully you can try and defend that later. Oh, this must be the purest hardcore country we ever got. Like these are ideas <laughs> she had for the trash bag, like in the old era. Now that Bischoff's gone, we're getting it. <laughs> I yes, that has. This was definitely like when her and Deanna were fighting in the farm. That was one of her ideas. Was <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> she's been holding that one for fucking years. It kept getting rejected. Scott DeMore is the guy who's going to let these women flourish. By the way, that main event was awesome. And I, I missed the botch DDT. Uh, we're not, I'm sorry, we're not on the main event. It's yet. not a mess up. We're going to talk about that later. It's not you know, it was, and it was intentional. Deanna pulled the Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania <laughs> 11. She knew she was pissed she had to lose again. She knew it was politics with WWE. I bet you WWE Creative chose the finish, and Deanna protested. That could be possible, and we're going to find out hopefully in the coming weeks where Deanna will hopefully speak about this, about yeah. how frustrated she is about this match. Well, not to get into spoilers, why would they do the Roxy versus Deanna match pre-tape? What is that about? Was I supposed to go to the show in Dallas? Why, why did they do yeah. that already, Gina? I already know who wins that belt. Yes, you, you should have been there in Dallas, especially to also see Charlie Haas make his impact debut and then get hurt. Well, allegedly. We don't know why he got hurt. For all we know, it's part of an angle. Macklin, or it's not Josh Macklin. Alexander and him is just a long-term story we're having. Maybe Macklin beats the shit out of him and sends him out on a stretcher. That Did would be... Charlie House die? That's what no. they were saying. He was stretchered out. I don't know how alive he is at this no, moment. I thought like, he legitimately died. I... Oh, okay. Is... Was it his teammate? Someone yeah. died. Yeah, Russ Haas died. Yeah, the Haas brothers. They were like the Creed brothers. They were two white meat, vanilla baby face wrestlers who just kind of did wrist locks and shit. But yes, one of them is dead, Kevin. Damn it. <laughs> we were close. So this this pay-per-view carries on with Gino's favorite wrestler, Jonathan Gresham, going up against my favorite wrestler, Chris Saban. 
Now, were you annoyed with uh, Ian Riccoboni on commentary, Gino? Weren't you wishing Caprice Coleman was there too? I would have loved Caprice Coleman, but I liked Tom and Ian Riccoboni back and forth. That was perfect. I loved it. What about D'Lo? You didn't like D'Lo? D'Lo was really good too. D'Lo was oh great gosh. like with his color, but again, I love oh, Tom and Ian together because like, that was really perfect because they were able to really discuss this match and how important and how big a pure rules match is like this. I like to imagine how professional Tom Phillips is where he was like, he has not been watching this shit. I highly doubt that he knows what's happening. Maybe he got hired a couple weeks ago, but I would love just him really doing his research and his homework. And you always hear uh, like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are interviewing players leading up to the game. I'm hoping that's what happens here with Tom Hannafin. So he did a great job. Now this match was under pure rules. Was it, Gino? They didn't really... Maybe without the graphics on the screen, this just felt like a regular match. There wasn't. Now, ladies, I learned pure rules from this match. I, really? I was so. These are the best rules of all time. I read the whole. I paused it to read the graphic. Now, I didn't watch this whole match back. I should have when I saw the graphic. But Jonathan Gresham and Gino, remember to answer Vleeties' question I interrupted. Take note of it while I'm speaking. But Vleeties, Jonathan Gresham is forbidden doorman of the year. Uh, if he can. Keep defending this title, keeping a company alive, even if it's just on Impact, even if it's just on Evolve YouTube channels. It's still keeping a brand that every wrestling fan better know about. It's keeping That's it alive. Right. CM Punk's legacy is in that title, and this guy's defending it somewhere. That's right. And he's using these pure rules, which, yes, not a lot of people know because not a lot of people are watching ROH and seeing these pure rules matches. So Gresham is providing these people these service to learn what pure is all about, what pure wrestling is. And the best idea, again, some people will poo-poo and not like the idea of the whole rope breaks limit, but I thought it's perfect. Again, Gresham showcasing why he is the octopus. Dude, I love the idea of a rope break limit. That that should be in wrestling, bleedies. You can't just cower to the ropes all night. This fucking shit finishes we're going to sit through. <laughs> yeah, Becky Lynch would not know what to do. Yeah, because definitely now i remember the first one i saw gino and what was i always forget that guy's name what's his name dak draper was that his name dak draper yes this guy who was like six he looks like the rock he's a big motherfucker and he was like running away from gresham grabbing onto ropes and they just kept i thought the whole match was such a gimmick that it was the heel just grabs the ropes the whole time and then the baby face just chokes him out like that's what it seemed like from the one that i watched now if it was like the heritage cup i like that heritage cup stuff and uh, the pure match with Josh Woods and the other guy at Final Battle, I thought that was a good match. So you can have a good pure rules match. I think maybe the problem for me was my first exposure to it was Dak Draper. Dak Draper sucks. So John- yes, I think you just don't like his character work. You don't like the kind of heel Dak Draper. Is yeah, he's like say. the biggest guy, and he's running from like five two Gresham and. Like, it'd be okay if he was trying to wrestle like he's The Rock or Kevin Nash even, but he's trying to wrestle like Jonathan Gresham against Jonathan Gresham, but he's a foot and a half taller than Jonathan Gresham. It just looked so weird. I'm like, why is this? I would not. He needs a coach. He needs Arn Anderson out there. But Chris Saban, by the way, he's been owed this title match, which I did not know any of this. Just by them telling me about Saban's owed this match, I thought, why the fuck did it take this long? How come nobody respects Chris Saban? Like it just seems like Alex Shelley. Nobody gives a shit about my favorite wrestler, whoever won the, the Impact title. So it was nice to see Saban getting this title shot. I thought this was a great match, Gino. I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't like Jonathan Gresham, but after this match, I kind of thought, you know what? Maybe he's not that bad. But I, I I this is this is New Japan all over again. I wanted to yell at you. I wanted to watch this and hate this. 
And after th the four matches that I had watched so far, I thought this is the greatest event I've ever watched in my life. This is proof that 2022 is the year of professional wrestling. So I don't know. Love this match so much. Uh, what'd you think? What Kevin, what did you think? You just kind of popped in. You knew what was happening though, right? 2022 is the year of pure rules. We got three judges. AEW's trying to rip off bits of it. What is this? Block finals? I have a 30-minute time. All right, there's block. Oh, that's a tournament, ladies. We need tournaments. It's the year of the pure rules tournament. Ladies, it's not about what's in the rules. It's about what's not in the rules. It's about what they keep out of the match, you know? It stops these writers from taking their little WWE shortcuts. Uh, well, and, and and like the over-the-top rope elimination thing where they were DQs in WCW, I thought that was such a weird rule, but it made sense a lot of times when they would do it to get DQ'd. This pure rules, uh, I'm, I I like that it is different. I think you brought that up, Gino. It's just nice to see something different every once in a while. And, and also, it, you can't use closed fist bleedies, and oh, you know yeah. someone's gonna, and you know that makes it wrong. See, like, now punches in a match are just stupid stomp moments. They could mean something again with pure rules. No, again, just like again, what I loved about this match since we are talking about it, again, that finish again, our, our new favorite wrestler here, Josh Wood. Not Josh Wood. <laughs> my John the Gresham. My favorite again, I just caught up in this match. But it was an amazing fucking match. The finish again, the whole roll up, but again, showcasing his abilities of stretching to actually kind of be an octopus and just a perfect surprise roll up that no one else would ever do. Yeah, and these matches don't need to end with like a stunner or the cradle shock. They should end with, you know, I got you in a wrestling hold. I beat you with a wrestling hold. Oh, you're taking it a little far now, please. <laughs> We're still going to have fun. We're just going to do it under pure rules. Oh, okay. I don't want any kicks. I don't want any punches. And there better not be any rope breaks. Oh, and you bet. Hey, no chokes. It's a chin lock. It's a chin lock. All about what it. the ref sees and doesn't see. Ladies, it's psychology that lo is lost to your generation. Josh Alexander and Jonah. I was watching this not that excited. I'm a big Josh Alexander mark when Jonah came out and they were like, hey, he's 340 pounds. And then D'Lo was like, he wrestles like, or what is it? What did he say? He moves like he's 230. And uh, Tom was like, and he hits like he's 500. And it's like, okay, all right, let's settle down. Who's that? Like, let's settle down. He's, he's, we've seen that, we know. Uh, Alex, so. Gino, I wasn't excited because I thought this was a squash match. Now, I wanted Josh Alexander to win. I think I picked him to win. And when he did win, I was unbelievably surprised. I could not believe that Jonah showed up to do the J-O-B. Is this because he's not a regular in Impact? He just kind of showed up to get his work visa. Is that what happened? I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case because, yes, we have been told this was a short-term thing. But he did. Again, he had a great match with Jake, something on Impact beforehand. And then we had this match, which I was excited for because i'm like this is jonah jonah's really good josh xander's great we're gonna see like just how good they could hold their own and this the match that i actually was surprised how long it was it was a really good yeah it was long match. yeah that is a good call it was a long a lengthier match than normal so uh especially for like what i would think out of a jonah match like hey we're gonna put him over as like this slow says gino monster. are you ever surprised yeah gino you said i wouldn't be surprised again like what would surprise you would it surprise you if uh, Eddie Edwards, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, Heath, and Rhino took on the Good Brothers and VBD in a 10-man hardcore war. Again, this match didn't surprise me, sadly, because I was prepared for a hardcore war, and I was like, who are five guys from the good guys that they don't have like fully booked? So I was like, okay, yes, this is perfect. 
because I knew it'd be VBD and Good Brothers since they don't want to put the Good Brothers in a tag team match where they defend their titles until we have. Josh Alexander just jumped over the barricade. Why are you <laughs> yeah. guys always a match ahead? I'm finally watching these highlights. This is the best match ever. Gino's over here talking about Macklin's match. Two generic guys coming at each other. This is what I want to see, ladies. Jonah, a guy that looks like that versus a guy who looks like Josh Alexander. You already spoiled the finish, but I'm going to see it soon. Oh. Sorry, Gino. I, I didn't see the match you're describing now, Gino. Was the, did the Good Brothers make us cringe again? Well, here's the, the Good Brothers didn't make us cringe. We did get to see one of my favorite spots that are my good buddy, Luke Gallows, always does, which is corner punches. I always love the corner punch. He does the punch, and he blows his fist up to cover his face, and he does the punch and the fist back up. Again, <laughs> Gallows is still the man. Carl Anderson's great, but... Wait, were you describing why they do better corner punches than other people? Yes, that Gallows does the best corner punches. He's the best at. He just covers punches, covers punches. I'm bringing up highlights, and they better be in the match highlights. Hopefully, they do show Gallows being the man. (laughs) Oh God, Gallows is a fucking signature spot as the corner. The correct answer was yes. The Good Brothers made us cringe. Uh, (laughs) Diener, Diener, Eric Young, and Joe Doring are awesome. VBD is great. Rich Swan is our new favorite wrestler. Like I hate him as the world champion. Him coming out in a basketball jersey and that and that awesome song with weapons. I thought like this guy's rules. I love Rich Swan is the best. And even Eddie Edwards, who I don't like, is he I agree with the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers, who called Eddie Edwards a backyarder. Eddie Edwards shows up, you know, with his beer gut and his cut off tee. You remember when we super kicked you right now? Follower, one fall to a finish. Welcome to the party. Like Rich Swan, you know. Finish, Bleedies. This is my old pal. He followed during the companion of day one. Scared all of us, Bleedies, on Discord. We didn't know how it happened. OBS was open, and now we found. He finally found Bleedies. Oh, he's here. Well, hey, we pre- we're way more niche, though. I think I, that should be the disclaimer. Like me and Kevin, we know what's on. We talk about the the flashy stuff: Raw, SmackDown, AEW. Gino and I are talking about Impact. Gino- yeah, on Tuesday, you got me looking at this Rich Swan. <laughs> This match sucks, Gino. Oh, Luke Gallows just came out in the douchiest outfit. This yeah, guy's just a cringe. This What's up? He's just so good. Love the big LG. So <laughs> he loves the big LG. One <laughs> to a finish. You, you missed out. Fleeties, this match is a disaster. There's yeah. fake t- styrofoam tables broken into pieces everywhere. One part of this that I that I did not like is the same reason Kevin doesn't like war games, and it's. With the no pinfalls can happen until everybody's in this match, so it's just kind of a brawl for fifteen to twenty minutes, and then we finally get a pinfall. It's not elimination, you know. It's just kind of, it's just a fight to have a fight. Now these are perfect for Tommy Dreamer. Risotto C says the big long couch. Yeah, the big long couch. I, I, I'm not a big. You know me, Gino. I'm upset with my good brothers. They they need to do more. Impact Wrestling's tag team division should be stacked. And it kind of sucks right now. We need Reno Scum back. And I hate Reno Scum. Ladies, we knew when fucking they couldn't even walk to the ring without tripping on their debut. <laughs> that this was going to go exactly like this. I take it all back, though. That's not a styrofoam table, Gino. That is a door. A white door, house door. This match is insane. They had door spots. It was so good. And again, I think all they're doing is they're waiting. They have to wait until we can get Gorillas of Destiny and we get the moment, the spot, the match that I've been waiting so long for since researches. Are, are we getting that, though? Because wh- where, where were the G.O.D. even at Wrestle Kingdom? Were they there? I didn't even see them. 
I think they're in America current. I don't know if they've been working in strong because I have not been catching up on strong. Did, did you do like. any? Did you do any research, Gino, last night during the fourth hour when Zack Saber Jr. got in our chat? Was that actually Zack Saber Jr.? I have no idea if that was CSJ. I have no idea if it was one half of one of the best tag teams. The dangerous. What was I? What the hell? Yeah, you were he just showed up randomly. He just yeah. said he joined the chat. He didn't follow, but he joined. The he just he joined. You heard me being Morrow <laughs> naked in my bed. I, I forget what point of the discussion it was at, but I just saw Zack Sabre Jr. join the chat. And uh, thank God Gino was there because I could not remember how to spell Techers. Dangerous Techers. Yeah, I could not remember how to spell that. I was like, T-E-C-K? I don't know. So I just put Z-S-J. And then he put Dangerous Techers. And then no, nothing. So I'm assuming he's got his eye on us. Wherever you are, Zack Sabre Jr. You can... Account for you, please. Why else would he have one? Or, or was it all things science alt account? Oh, it, it could be. It could be Rich Swan. It could be any of these wrestlers pretending to be a different wrestler to troll us on Trovo because he knows that I don't like Zack Saber Jr. matches. So I'm assuming that's why he's reaching out to me uh, secretly. The uh, the founder or the owner or whatever of Pale Pro Wrestling here in Arlington, Texas, added me on Facebook as a friend, like a friend friend. So, how soon until I'm the ring announcer for that, Kevin? Oh, it's happening, and this fuck, you must have seen the video <laughs> before Tony Khan took it down. Well, nine days from six days ago, I, I can't, yeah, that's when it's going to be back up. You got to send it to him in a DM, be like, did you see this? I was there. <laughs> he probably saw the Bloodhunter video and was like, oh, this guy goes to local shows. He's on the internet. He's on pit shoots. We definitely got to get him as, as part of the the you're, you're getting two free drinks. You're getting a free <laughs> ticket, and you just have to do a glowing review of when the ref died again. <laughs> Lady, I tried to do this with the vape companies. All I wanted was 150 bucks a month in store credit, and they never replied. Yeah, <laughs> and it's all store credit. That product, yeah, they they're marking it up anyway on the other customers. You're out there shilling the product. That's how it works. So I think That's I could get in touch with this Paul A Pro guy. Uh, they don't have. Uh, Carlito's not booked on their event that's coming up, though, so I'm a little worried. Uh, World Class is coming back, though, so I'll be at the next World Class, and I don't know if any, that Texas Heavyweight Championship better be decided because if it stays vacant one more month, I will lose my fucking mind. Hey, you're going to cash in and win it? Yeah. <laughs> it stays vacant. You might have to just head it. Like If you think about whoever ran like the NWA, they're all bums, like they're just regular people. You should start a new territory. Take over the whole area. What I do, I saw that Mike, what was I going to say, Mike Bosch or whatever, have the, the main event match because I don't remember why. Oh, because somebody pulled out. Gino Medina pulled out. And I'm watching this guy. Like, he's kind of just a wrestler, like a mediocre wrestler. He probably got enough time on his hands to call some venues, book some wrestlers, sell some tickets. And here we go. Now we're having an event. Like, it doesn't, I know it's probably incredibly time consuming. But well, look at the timing. You could basically become ROH. If you get Gresham defending their monthly, you can just steal the name. Gino, do you have a line to Gresham? How do I get him on the phone? I sadly don't, but that's the thing. I'll be using social media, and hopefully you guys will as well to use it properly so we can be able to get people in for our new promotion. What's our new promotion? That's a WWF. good you find a good abbreviation. <laughs> we need to think this up. WWF, Gino. I've been saying it for a decade. It's open. No one's got it. And we don't cower to like wildlife. They don't, they're not even around anymore. Wildlife Foundation's gone, I think. 
And uh, also, JT is going to train us how to take bumps and time our entrances. Well, and I could think we can get that WWF because even if they are around, they've clearly failed. Holy shit. The, 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 the planet, oh, we're, we're, everyone knows it's worse than ever. How come we're still giving money to these fucks? So let's just take that name. I think we can run with it. I'm also, they don't care about us. You know, we're yeah. not a global entity. You know, we can fly under the radar in Texas. Not yeah, not yet at least. All right, we're and Blood Hunter is welcome at our thing because look at that heat. I think it's just good heat. That's what people are wrestling should have. We need villains. No one's ever gonna be the cool guy. And ladies, we need venues. Ooh. I mean, what the fuck? What bars are we going to? Also, we got villains. We got Gino the Bull. Oh, Gino, you're going to kill it in our new wrestling promotion. I would like a segment, though, where you come out on a wheelchair like you need it, and then you stand up like Linda McMahon. And you and laugh. <laughs> yes. You <laughs> kick our baby face right in the dick, and then you hold up the Texas Heavyweight Championship, and you say, I have no son. That would be if awesome. If we can keep Gino in that wheelchair from the first time anyone sees him, it will be shocking no matter what. A year later, huh, when we do that. Oh, uh, well, and not even like when they, if they see you in the bathroom, Gino, guess what? You're not even in there for that. You have like a bag that you go in. Like, we're going to put a catheter in you. You are going to be wheelchair bound for at least seven to 10 months. And then finally, at our big event, Christmas Star Wars, that's the one I went to, when you stand up, that crowd will lose their shit. We'll be the talk of the tabloids, Gino. We would be in that thing. We're going to have our promotion. We're going to make this work. We're going to have this happen, man. It's going to happen. Wait till we get you naked. <laughs> That'll be something. Wait, you know, just wait till it happens. Naked. It's inevitable at this point. One day, maybe. But who knows? Yeah, we're maybe. not going to have you in a thong like that, WWE writer, but you're doing the same dance. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm joining the Kiss Your Ass Club, Gino, when you're naked. And who knows when that'll be, but that may happen. But let us continue on with this amazing <laughs> contest we had of this amazing car that we all got to see this past Saturday. Hard to kill. Carl Gino, it killed you. You hate it. The main event had the wrong winner, ladies. We got fucking robbed on this shit show. And big cast lost. Why did we even sit through this shit? Well, I guess because so to, to, to put a bow on this 10-man war, uh, no Tommy Dreamer. But also, the, the baby face is one. Now, that was also puzzling to me because it does seem like VBD loses all the time. But the baby faces had to win for what happened next, Gino. So, Gino, I need to know how you – I know you were already at half a chub because you were watching wrestling. How, mu how much more chub did you get when you saw Matt Taven get into this TNA ring? What happened to your chub? See, I was excited with Matt Tame because I was like, what the, this is, he's finally able to wrestle somewhere else. But then when we got to see Mike and I was like, yes, these people are going to beat the hell out of the NWA roster, be the tag champions while they're still like on the top of ROH and hopefully winning the impact tag titles are going to be everywhere. And then we got to see my man, the man who I will always support that none of you guys do for some reason to call him alleged like they should PCO. Wisconsin everywhere. You just buried Vin the man. You buried Vincent again. You, you don't know. Vincent, he was there. Yes. You Vincent's don't know. Cool. Vincent is the cult leader. But here's the thing. We don't know what he's doing with this cult leader gimmick because now he's in this group, which is not his cult. So that's the thing. I'm wondering what they're going to do, and I'm excited for that. But PCO why is, is the big, the, why the big is he, star. What makes him a legend for you, though? Just because he's been doing it a long time? And able to still do it to this day even better than Sting? Yes. Better than Sting? What? Yes, he's real wrestle better than Sting does today. Yes. When you watch a Sting match of 2022. 
Well, he's just going to do the same stuff he always yeah, does. He, he does even more. He awesome. actually dives out to the ring better than Sting. Sting PCO dives out of the ring at, at WrestleMania off the top rope. PCO yeah. would dive. That's a, he doesn't mind fucking diving and almost possibly killing himself because he's not human anymore. Like, Sting is still human. He also sucks. Like, I, I don't get where this comes from. Like, PCO is, is, is a gimmick. It's fun for backstage videos with Jimmy Jacobs. There's no... There's no Rizzo to see says Gino being bold with that statement. I watched. Yes, the, I am. I, I watch people. PCO is the one I will stand. I think on. there's I a difference fight. between being bold, and just being being cringe on purpose. Like it really does feel like you don't mean that. Like if I had tickets to Sting versus Doc Gallows one on one, you would want to go to that. You're not going to go see PCO versus Doc Gallows. I would watch PCO versus Doc Gallows. Actually, oh that seems God. really awesome. You know Two what? big monsters fighting each the other. turnbuckle punches. Yeah, this, this, and Two I. giant monsters. And I, and I don't mean to pull this card, but I maybe, maybe because you just didn't grow up with Sting. Maybe he doesn't matter to you. It's like, because you are a little past the Sting time as far as when I he was. I was not past his TNA time, which is better than his prime in WCW. Oh, my God. Oh my God, please! I just saw PCO climb to the top rope. Yes. All right, everybody, it's it's been fun. I, I like I know that we're here to be the the super niche podcast, Gino, but I just heard you say T- Sting's TNA run was better than his WCW run. Yes. That's just you being a it's young kid. Rest. That makes you seem way younger than you are. <laughs> like that's like kids telling me like who's J.K. Rawlings or. Like uh, how 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 Gino? How do you not appreciate? Like, do you know, do you know who Ric Flair is? Yes, I know Ric Flair, and he's his more his better stuff. Again, you think Sting was his good stuff? Ricky Steamboat, goddamn it! I prefer those matches than Sting and Ric Flair match. I'm not saying that's not even what I'm saying. I'm saying, but you think, like, Sting's best match. For no, 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 no. I'm saying, do you appreciate Ric Flair's career compared to a PCO? Like, I just don't know what. Compared, why are we comparing the two? Because that's what I okay. Listen to my words, you know, and try not to yell over me, you fuck. So I'm trying to say that Sting's career spans into the '80s. Like this guy's been on on the top for a very long time. He's had really great matches, Clash of the Champions, the Great American Bash. Even before Eric Bischoff showed up, this guy was a made man in WCW. So you're telling me his time in TNA is better than that time? And then I bring in a Brick Flair because I'm not sure if you appreciate any older wrestling. I'm assuming your your fandom for wrestling starts in 2008 when you started watching, because that's just what it seems like. Oh no, Sting in TNA is way better than W. Like no one would say that out loud ever. Sting had some bangers in WCW. He even showed up without a tan and won at Starcade. So PCO was a jobber in WWF his entire career. And then he he literally killed Ring of Honor. That's what I also love that you don't acknowledge. There's several videos from all kinds of Ring of Honor fans. Kevin's best friends at Cultaholic have made it official. When PCO won that fucking belt, the audience turned on them and stopped watching. So PCO sucks. Now, your turn. Why is PCO better than Sting? Well, again, what I was saying with the statement of better than Sting is here in 2022, when we see a Sting match, we know what we're going to see. He may dive. He may. And I was surprised with the one dive he did. But PCO dives more. PCO being this old, giant monster that he is in 2022. 
doing these dives, doing all this stuff that could kill that him. Doesn't depress you? Isn't that sad? <laughs> it's it way me to an extent because I'm like, this is PCO. We gotta remember, Vlades. Gino also thinks AFI is better than the Beatles. Oh, so he doesn't. That is not true. All right, everybody. This has been great. This has been Vlades. It's been fun. We're gonna go. Ricardo with a gift sub. You like AFI more than the Beatles? No, I actually like the Beatles more than AFI. You like AFI? I could just leave it at that. You like AFI? Question mark. There are two songs there that are good. Yes. Yeah, two. I would never say out loud, yeah, I love AFI or I like them. No. More like two albums, Gina. What are you talking about? <laughs> by the way, I'm very offended by what he said because I don't like the idea that we know what we're going to get from Sting. Every time Sting had a match, I've been pleasantly surprised and leaving happy. Listen, uh, after seeing him in again, his TNA run, then his WWE run with his two matches, and now an impact having I not AEW now. Having a couple matches here and there again, we've seen kind of what he does, and like him only being a tag team, pretty much. I don't think he's done a single. It's not match. about what you do; it's about when you do it. I'm I'm surprised. You remember when he did that Scorpion Death Drop when he reversed a different move? I mean, we yeah. know he's going to do the Death Drop, but we don't know when. And I and think I that one. And I know that this happened, and you've admitted this, Gino. Like Sting is popular. Sting is mainstream. So we've all we're obviously all going to see Sting. The reason you don't see a lot of PCOs is because we just don't watch that shit. Like, we don't watch every PCO match that happens. And, again, he killed Ring of Honor. This, that is an opinion that people have, that he somehow killed Ring of Honor just because he won the title. That is possibly, like, other different things. We could find out from the inside what really might have ended Ring of Honor. We could talk with them, possibly hear from them of what really happened. But they are coming back in April 1st, so we're going to see what happens then for their Super they Card of table. Yes, PCO again. He does a lot of hardcore stuff. PCO is the man. But PCO we don't. Sting we know what we're going to get from PCO. Like Sting, we don't know a table's coming, and he did it. Can you believe that? That's true. Again, Sting only had like one table spot, though, in 2022 when PCOs had multiple weapon spots. Yeah, PCOs happened for. It happened on YouTube for like 500 views. Sting is on TV, like selling arenas. PCO's killing companies. So I, I like I get that you like PC and look I popped a little bit I thought it was cool to see PCO show up at this thing, but clear I, like to say he's better than Sting is the craziest thing I've ever heard, and for like Ben and Taven I thought that was exciting to see the OGK I thought I only I hate Vincent he showed up and I was like Vincent like it it yes. went it went from OGK are showing up to holy shit this is like a Ring of Honor invasion and then PCO came out Maria came out. Uh, it was just a like a. Did she come out? I don't remember seeing her. I saw yes, yeah, I saw a picture of her afterwards. I was like, I don't remember that. But it was cool to see Ring of Honor hold the ring. All right, now now let's yes. stop let's stop making comments about Sting and let's let's keep yes, so, the loop of negative ideas of PCO killing companies. PCO's a bomb. He's the wrestler movie. Yeah, sad. It's really no, he sad. actually is a better character than Randy the Ram. <laughs> oh my god i i don't red ram was just like his whole wrestling character was he's a wrestler at least pco is he's a monster how do you know no he's a rocker you never watched the wrestler you gotta watch it again. i he did watch it again like his gimmick like he did coke. Like, just, he's a wrestler he's an outside wrestler he did a he did and coke what? gino you don't understand all right he was like Shawn michaels he was the midnight rockers that was his kid who's just a thank rapper. you so much ricardio i can't believe you're still here 
Thank you so much. I know that everyone likes me talking about PC. (laughs) Everybody likes me yelling at you is what I'm getting from reading the chat. So, okay. Ring of Honor showed up. Scott Demore was like, well, what the fuck is this? We're going to go to Baltimore. Or did he say I got to call Baltimore? Is that what he said? I think he has to call Baltimore. I got to call Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) Got to go get Baltimore on the phone. Who's in charge of Ring of Honor now? Is it still Gabe Sapolsky? I believe Gabe Sapolsky is, yeah. That's why I'm looking forward to what they're going to announce for Supercard. Hell yeah, it's going to be dope. I'm going to be there. It's going to be in Dallas. You want to go? Yes. I, and I would love to go if I had the money. <laughs> I'm going to wear my PCO. Not my shirt. I have the same outfit. It's a skin-tight spandex top, and I'm going to wear the, the tights to match it. You want to go? Hell yeah. I would love to go, man. We got to support PCO, the big man, the man who should be champion with more time. How many We're stuff- not paying your wheelchair fee. What's like PCO's like match, or what's his event? Like Sting has several of those. Like What's his... What's PCO's Great American Bash? Any match with PCO. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, you're you're just being fun. Okay, so Matt Cardona, who you thought was wrestler of the year, if not wrestler of the year, at least most improved. So I don't even know why I'm surprised you're telling me PCO's better than Sting. You're over here going, no, Matt Cardona is the wrestler of the gear. He had a hardcore match. <laughs> we had a, multiple. He had multiple hardcore matches, and that's all it takes to win Gino over. He also beat the shit out of the best super fan of all time, doing uh, fucking uh, Dave the Clown. But that sucks. Did you like that, though? I like that spot because it was setting up again with G Raver, which we still not had any payoff with that because then Moxley showed up and Moxley stole the belt, which I thought was bullshit. But again, the whole the whole thing, like imagine ordering that pay per view for that match. Like I ordered it for the no, Art of War. People ordered that pay for the War Games match. I, that's I what I was, was about to better. say. I ordered the Art of War Games match. That was what I wanted. And then they were like, "Hey, there's also a title match." And then Matt Cardona and this fucking clown guy walks out, and it literally no, felt I'm like beyond. Uh, I think they were actually married, so yeah, husband. So again, technically connected to Mick Foley, and that's why Macron also fucking hates Mick Foley. Fuck Mick Foley. I agree with Macron. The death match king. Oh my gosh, Gino! I don't know if we can do this ever again. This might be it. I even had like one of the. So on Tuesdays, I don't get off work till almost seven. So I had the thought of like, you know what? Fuck it. No, we don't need to do this ever again. And then as soon as I started talking, I was like, I love this stuff. This is my favorite thing to do. And and here we are, an hour plus, and. I'm being told fuck McFoley. I'm being told I'm being told PCO is better than Sting. I'm being told uh, put him on subscribe star. Well, and even Gino, and even hearing in 2022. No, not even in 2022. Sting is like Sting is Sting. Like I'd rather go see the Beatles in 2022 than oh well. Death Cab for Cutie is clearly better now. Like no, I still don't care. Play the hits. Play the classics. That's PCO. He's playing the classics. He's been doing the same fucking thing his whole career. Please, you're triggering Gino bringing up Death Cab for Cutie because now he's going to listen to Postal Service and cry. <laughs> By the way, I'm watching Zack Sabre Jr. versus Cody Rhodes at WCPW. This is fucking amazing. Zack Sabre Jr., shout out to my boy. We've been boys <laughs> since last night. Ladies, I'll get you a little connect with him too. Yes, please. And then make what's his partner's name? Yoshi, whatever. I need I need his contact too, right? Gino, is that the other Tekker? And it's not the other Tekker. That's Yoshihashi. So you're talking about he teamed with Goto. Oh, I love Yoshihashi. I love Yoshitatsu too. He wasn't on that card. Yes, he's he stopped rest for a minute. I think he's coming back soon. Remember AJ broke his neck? That was so scary. Okay, so triple threat match. Moose, Matt Cardona. 
and W. Morrissey. This was a good triple threat match. We talked about Turning Point, the worst triple threat match we've ever seen. This triple threat match. Arguably, Gino, this triple threat match or WrestleMania 20 main event triple threat match? This was a better triple threat. Oh, 100%. I agree. Like I'm a little annoyed, though, because my favorite triple threat match ever is Ninja Mac versus uh, Jordan Oliver versus Tony Deppin. That was also a good triple threat match. This one was a little bit better, I think, but uh, this was okay. Uh, Moose, Matt Cardona, Morrissey. Was there ever so you thought Matt Cardona was leaving with the belt, right? Yes, I had this idea that again what they could do is Chelsea Green wins the the Ultimate X match and Matt Cardona wins this match. And then she cashes in her Ultimate X on him to become the second ever Impact World Champion female, right? They could do that or have them both just be the top champions. Like I was thinking Macklin could do soon. Well if she's the X Division if she's the X division or if she's the women's champ or not even the old, she just has an X. That's not a belt. Yes. It's just an X right now, but it is for the women's championship match at a later date. They say the knockouts title match. Okay. Future. So, so okay. maybe at the net, what's the next event sacrifice. Maybe at sacrifice, we're going to have them win both of their belts, but I don't think Matt Cardone is anywhere near this title belt yet. We have moose. We're still building to him versus Alexander at rebellion. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun, but Moose deserved this big win. It was a good match. Uh, how come Moose does the front flip spear that Lashley does? How, do people watch football and see people tackle people and think there's a front flip that happens? What is this? Again, Moose has done this a little bit more than Lashley has. Lashley's incorporated because I'm not asking that part. Just tell me why there's a flip. Dude, I'm just saying this. So he's been I don't doing need this you to flex your hipster bullshit on he's me. He's been doing the blackout for a while now. He's doing yeah. a great, it's a great spear. Lashley was spearing just, dudes in ECW with a flip in it. What are you talking about? WWE, ECW, to be specific. So, yes, that has, I'm not entirely, never always, he didn't always do with the flip. I can't I can't give any any fucks, Gino. Just answer the fucking question about a flip. Why are these guys flipping? Because it looks it looks more exciting. It looks more in it looks more like you're actually throwing yourself in the guy than how like Goldberg or Bobby used to do. But then why wouldn't you put your ass in their face at the end of the flip? Like they're doing this weird sideways roll where they're actually losing momentum from the arm and the shoulder driving into the midsection. It looks like shit, and I hate it, and every, every person... This is why wrestling is. should be for people who have been in fights, Gino, who know how it works, what momentum you need, and how to use it, who have wrestled. we got all these nerds watching this fake shit, Felidius. Again, Moose is an actual football player. But he doesn't tackle like that in the NFL! He's, He's never tackled fun. like that in the NFL in his fucking life! He would never roll forward in the middle of a fucking tackle. So, that's, you know, that doesn't legitimize it. He still Irish whips people, whether he played in the NFL or not. He's doing fake wrestling gay shit in front of you because you'll eat it up. By the way, about this match and about Moose, any like as you guys say names, I'm just getting more worried about the rumble because Moose is the one Gino's telling me is going to yeah. be the forbidden doorman. And this is, sounds like it's going to be the worst fucking Royal Rumble we ever saw because all the people that are like trying to hype us up or like John Cena's like, I'm not done yet. Wink, wink. And it's like, fuck, you better not show up. And then you realize that's just, that's the WWE universe. Every possibility sucks. Well, and I also look at your favorite Jericho. That's the best exciting one, right? Jericho. Everyone wants to see that. I like, 
I love Jericho, but also thrown right out two seconds. I do. I do look at at least with all these releases that we've seen. It finally does feel like an appropriate time to open this forbidden door for WWE. Like we don't want Mickey on our payroll, but if she could show up at the Rumble, that'd be nice. We don't want to have most of these people on our payroll, but if they could show up once in a while, that would be nice. So I am a little. Uh, I don't think Moose is going to be in the Rumble. I just don't see that at all. Uh, like, would Impact want the World Champion to? Because he wouldn't even – if I'm WWE, he's not being booked to be the final six, seven, eight. He's definitely showing up, getting a big pop, maybe eliminating one guy, maybe having a stare down with, I don't know, Cedric Alexander, and then he just gets, gets tossed out pretty quick. Like, I don't I don't see him being in this. I don't see many other dudes. There's a, We already got Johnny Knoxville, all right? Uh, Strowman's a good call. I could see him being in this, uh, maybe even EC3. I just don't see Moose. Look, ladies, you get off at seven on Tuesdays or five, you yeah. six. So you need to just skip it and do Fridays, right? Like Tuesdays <laughs> is the worst. On Friday, you get to sit down and watch SmackDown, have some table cereal, get yourself in a good mood, and then we can talk about Roman together. SmackDown would be a better. It just why is, if it was on Thursdays, like the good Lord intended, but it's on Friday where I don't even get home sometimes till nine or ten. So I get home and I'm like, what happened on SmackDown? And that's all. I just listened to you and Gino talk about it. And you guys are so sad. One of you is very Actually, sad. I was just kidding, Gino. <laughs> I was just joshing again, Gino. <laughs> Ladies, that was a joke, of course. Pure joshing. Now let's move on <laughs> to this triple, this this women's Texas match, which I am a connoisseur of, Gino. I was texting you. I live in Dallas. I know all about these Texas death matches. If you have a, a disagreement with someone like you and I are having, it typically ends with a Texas death match. So um, I thought this was – what was that? What was that, Kevin? I no, didn't say anything. No, you said it, Gino. <laughs> no, I'm talking. My, my microphone goes into the, the thing first. Like, I get the priority, obviously, because, you know, this is mine. Sometimes Discord will go, someone's trying to talk, Ryan. Someone's trying to talk, and it shuts him up. So you were talking while I was talking – we watched this match, you know, okay? Uh, Deanna versus Mickey. Uh, the build has been great. I was excited to watch it. I even messaged you. Deanna looks a little out of shape. I'm getting a little worried. I'm the one who always defends her being thicker, but she's looking extra thick. She was looking good more like she has been enjoying herself to an extent since she wasn't really working recently until the tapings that they had in this <laughs> event, which they waited for. Is that her only workout, though, was having a match? I wouldn't be surprised like her like big workouts are like during like taping weeks, yeah, and then papers. Like she really gets herself trying to be in ring ready and keeping up with good conditioning at least and cardio. Can you so imagine if Russell Wilson water. didn't work out until like the week of the game? Oh, we gotta play this week? Okay, I'll I'll work out a little bit, I guess. Like, no, she's gonna stay in shape. It's part of her job. Yeah, and, and Gina, we can't assume because she had good cardio a year ago, she's gonna keep it up. She's not maintaining. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking right at the highlights, please. I'm pretty sure this DDT is because she's a fat girl and she's out of breath. That's what Gino even agreed with me a little bit as far as they were both gassed. It's like, no, well, I think Deanna was gassed. I don't know. I, this wasn't her best work. I got to be honest. Well, look, Mickey got all the way up, Fleetie. She's not gassed. She's like, she's swinging that chair like the match just started. And did you see the guitar shot, Fleeties? It was real. The guitar didn't even break. And I got so worried for whoever that guy was because... You can get fucked up with one of these guitars, even if it's worked, if it doesn't break right. That's Shaw Guerrero's husband, and he got smashed with a guitar. 
It was outstanding. I See, that portion – now, I know that we kind of bag on – or at least Gino bags on Mickey more than I do. I felt like Mickey really carried this. I don't know. She, she really elevated this to a level where I do think Deanna was wrestling and, like, maybe the street clothes threw me off a little bit. Maybe just – she didn't look interested. Maybe she was supposed to go over, found out she wasn't, and there was a little politicking that happened here. But this wasn't the best Deanna match, Gino. And I do actually somewhat agree with that. There might have been pottering before this because the whole Rumble announcement that Mickey's going to be there, so they're like, oh, we got to have the title on Mickey now. We have to do this. It was last minute. They're like, she has to win it now so we have at least some representation of impact because maybe we won't have Moose. Maybe it is going to be Jericho. And he's just going to have like 10 seconds and get thrown out. But again, we're going to have Mickey there, so we have to have good representation of our champion being there. So they were hopeful for this. So Deanna probably was not prepared. She was hoping for like some form of like her technical skills to be able to be shown, but it was not the case for this match. <laughs> you think that think that's what she was thinking? I can't do my technical shit during yeah. this. Yeah, her actual wrestling. You that's know, why this. That's why this match is gonna suck. I can't do my technical. PCO always says that before all of his matches. You guys just think I'm a hardcore wrestler? I want to do my technical shit. So Gino, that was hard to kill. Amazing pay per view. I can't wait for the next one. Uh, Rebellion. Where did they say it was gonna be? I already forgot. I think that's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good spot for it. Put it near Miami. We should go to that, you know. I would love to, man, if I had the money. You know, hit the beach, dude. Yeah, this these were my first two Deanna matches, Gino, and they're because of you. And you, Vleeties, and Jayte. And I love her, even though she lost. And I don't like what you're telling me, Gino, about technical skills. She's not thinking that. She wants then, to like, tell You're, you're not that much like a fan of technical. No, I am. I, I like pure rules, you fucking idiot. I'm the one that can do it. I have the build to go out there and beat your ass in your rules as you sit in your chair waiting for me to pin you. Sorry, ladies, I'm being rude again. I'm pretty a father. But I love this Deanna Peraza, and I think this match was better than the first one, even if that DDT was a fat girl not being able to pop back up. Uh, and I think she told a better story without technical skills, Gino. It's fake whether they do technical things or not. Says Gino, if you get a job, you can afford to go to Miami with Vilides. Dude, that's not a bad call. Gino, just start working this weekend. Save up because that's not until April. Don't give anybody any rent money or pay car insurance. And then you should have enough by the time it's pay-per-view time. You'll have enough. We can go. I'm starting to wonder if this is counterproductive for Gino because he had that job. And I think it made him feel wor more worthless. And it made he found a way out of that job, like a Forest Silva would. Do we need Gino to find purpose? And making burritos for me isn't going to make him have purpose. That's true. Well, and he wants to do streaming or podcasting. I mean, Gino, I only you heard it. I only go three nights a week. I mean, there's a Thursday slot. You already have Friday, thank goodness. But that Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, like if you're not at a job, why not? I'm, I'm at work all day. You could be there. Could be a 24 hour camera in your in your room. I got it, Gino. Know. You invest in you. Use your mom's car first before you buy your own to invest in yourself. You just start fucking door dashing to me. You're not making the burrito anymore, but you're transporting it, and you'll get tipped by people that aren't me. Maybe, but that's another thing that I still need to get an actual license then and registration oh. all that, which I could do. I might actually do. Oh well, the car's registered. Well, but yeah, you don't need to yeah, really about that. But yeah, do you have a? You don't even have a permit. You don't. You're is. Are you afraid to take the road test because someone's gonna sit next to you? 
primarily like that primarily and also because of how my eyesight is like the glaring issue i always have with the sunlight in my did eyes. you hear that ladies that primarily and then he moved on really fast like actual issue too yes well no you have glasses you fucking moron yeah yeah you take an eye test and then you put your glass you think you have glasses sorry ladies no, and I agree. I think I think one thing I've noticed through uh, with, through my 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 wonderful time with Gino is there's always an excuse. Like it's easy to pull an excuse at it. Like oh well, I can't drive because of this. I can't do this because of this. Like I don't want to take a bike to work. I'm gonna sweat. Like there's just always the the end result is always gonna be I get to hang out and watch. Get a look at greatness. I get to hang out and watch stuff all day. Like that's the end result. Thank you, Ricardo. I appreciate it. So, Ew, and to be away from people, and that's because it's yeah. It makes it breaks the fire burn, and it makes the nothing come out. Yeah, it's easier to be at home. I mean, I agree. Like, it's I would love to be at home all day and just kind of watch stuff. No, that and... that's not what you're not relating, ladies. He's scared. It's a fear. It's a anxiety. It's, well, it's we like don't a- have time for that. That's all I'm trying to. Well, yell you got time for a COVID shot, a fake fucking illness. <laughs> How about a real disease? This kid's dying inside. He got the COVID shot. It cures depression. That's why I'm doing so well. Yeah, by killing you. Yeah, Gino. What did you want to talk about? Great uh, game changer wrestling. They have a show in Detroit and a show in Chirac. What What do we need to know? What are you most excited about? Listen, we got the Detroit show, which I'm really excited for, especially because Ayako is going to be there live enjoying the show instead of watching shitty SmackDown. It's going to be great. We got Jimmy Jacobs coming back to wrestling, which is going to be an amazing match against Alex Shelley. We got Matt Cardona going to beat the hell out don't of Don't you hate Alex day. Shelley? Why don't you hate him? Listen, Alex Shelley is a great wrestler. I'm never going to hate Alex Shelley. Fuck him. He's an amazing wrestler. Then we have that piece of shit Tony Depp and facing another woman again because he's a piece of shit just fighting with I didn't, Gino, you don't need to read all the matches, especially the ones with Tony Depp. And don't you dare tell me what Atticus Cougar is up to. Tell I me was the- wondering why he was doing that. I liked it though. I'm running down the car. Ladies, no. you're yelling at him more than me tonight. This is the best. He definitely got me tonight. Yeah, I was like, I'm looking at the clock like, okay, I'm just going to go to bed after this. Like, I just can't. I was, I, this has been a rough one for me, Gino, but continue. Who's Matthew Justice fighting? Matthew Justice, he does not have a match here on the Detroit show, but who does have he a match? Catch the buzz, feel the sting. Gino, you know, Matthew Justice and Atticus Cougar going one-on-one. I, I, I made that joke. Rizzo to C says Vilitis Van Gogh. Thank you. I know he has this match against Atticus Kogar. And you're like, you don't want me to talk about Atticus, but yes, Kogar is hopefully going to have the big W that he deserved because he should have won that fucking rumble but no they want to give it homicide don't be mad ladies because you don't get our pain no i don't i really don't i will never understand someone's pain where there's enough pain to tell me pco is better than sting and then that we were so mad about that's what he's really mad about and and then no 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 here's why it's annoying because you're like yelling over me like just unbelievably rude and then it's like you rooted in no no facts and no it's just a gino show you go ahead gino run it Go down the whole entire GCW card. Fuck it. It was a choke right there. Big death match they had last week where he had to have a doctor stoppage from the gusset plates that were jammed into uh, Alex Wayne. What was his fucking name? John Wayne. His fucking arm was a great spot there. Big gusset plates. It was also better than Sting. Oh, dude. John Gusset is my favorite. No, gusset plates. The actual fucking things that again it was a great spot you should check it out all the blood i will i can't wait i already saw it actually oh good i'll send to you again if you didn't gino you know we're fans of wwecw we're here for the rhino pop the pop of the night you promised you was gonna get the biggest pop even bigger than mid cardona 
That's true. Again, they're going to have this big match. Rhino's going to get the biggest pop of that night being in Detroit, his hometown, even though also earlier or later than that, we're going to have Kevin Nash there in the Steel City. That's pop of the night, please. That's going to be so fun. I can't wait. Yes. Do you think he'll have silver hair again? Or do you think he'll dye it? I'm seeing short-haired silver Kevin Nash. It's my favorite version of him now. He almost looks like he did in The Punisher, but it's white now. You better have some baggy fucking 90s jeans on, too. Nice chain in the pocket. Gino, you were dead then. I might have not been alive, or at least not be really caring about the wrestling business at the time. You don't because know about K-Dog. Have... What was it? You don't know about K-Dog. No, I know only a little about Conan, but only in, like, TNA Conan. Oh was he God. fighting in Detroit? Uh, Conan is not going to be in Detroit or in Chicago, sadly. It's not going to be in either show. But Ricky Morton's going to be in both shows. Ricky Morton has this big tag match with two Colt Scorpio against Bussy. And then that next night, the same, like in Chicago, yeah, Chicago, we get Ricky Morton and Matt Cardona. Bleedies, stop making him do this now. This is the worst. You tell me the card, Bleedies. Is there any managers no, there? No, he's going to do this. He's got the cards up. He's excited. To, no one in their life since the 1990s or 80s has said, Ricky Morton's got this big match. Like no one has ever said that. I'm I, I'm letting him go. This is his time. He messaged me excited to talk about GCW, and all that means is he's going to run the car down. Not going to ask me any questions or opinions on anything because he doesn't want to hear. Discuss their opinions after each match, and I give at least a little bit of a mate in Japan like says I don't want to go anymore. No, there's. <laughs> See, you talked her out of it, Gino. And did you hear Kevin? He just says he gives a little pause for me to jump in. Did you hear that? That's the best is when those sit there. That's when we all get really uncomfortable. But I'm I'm gonna be watching for Ayako. I'm a pinch to zoom. I'm popping for her. Yeah, it's gonna be great that Friday night. So again, during Spectre, you have to go like picture and picture like I do and watch both shows. There's your pause, ladies. Hit it quick. Oh, amazing idea, Gino. Watching two shows at once. <laughs> that sounds great. Yes, it's gonna be a great night of wrestling this Friday, and then Saturday we only have one card we got to worry about, so we can have that on the background because there's also probably a UFC event at the same time as always. Read that card now. We have the early <laughs> prelims starting at noon, and this one's gonna be crazy. We got a couple chicks fighting, dude. Really? We actually have women fighting again. Good for them. Finally, you know, yeah. biggest pop of that night's definitely gonna be Ch Chill. What's his name? Guida. Guida's get Clay Guida's getting the biggest pop, Gino. Very, it's very nice to see you. See, ladies, this is your show. You can also come into. We can have a discussion. The three of us. Does that just be a one way thing? No, it's your show now, Gino. You want it? You want it? I'm gonna. You, I'm not even on the screen anymore. This is you, Gino. You, the Gino show. Go ahead. This this is a perfect discussion for the three of us. We can discuss the future of wrestling. It's a good time. To see these oh, is Ricky drafts. Morton in the fucking future of wrestling? And in, in Too Cold Scorpio? You're like, come on. This yes, these are a lot of older people finally getting. That's where Carrion Cross is, Gino. Yes, Carrion Cross is the future. We have these people like Carrion Cross, Kid Bandit, which I'm thankfully that ladies have started to look into and experience how interesting and entertaining Kid Bandit is. Hold on, hold on. I looked into, I didn't say it was any interesting or good. I just said, oh, he cosplays like a chick and goes by they, them. That doesn't mean I'm enjoying any of the work. I did see him go, I'm Kid Bandit, you're watching Botchamania. And I was like, how appropriate. Yes. It is appropriate because, again, he has been a part of Botches, but also is a good wrestling. And he's oh, so he's a Dan Housen, Gino. I hate Dan Housen. 
he's not intentionally like Danhouse. That's he's more anime focused and again being the abridger of the worlds of anime and wrestling together. And I Kid, like Kid Cash. And Kid Bandit is actually better than Sting. I so is Splitmaster right Sexy says you bought Abagino. Yeah, especially in 2022. I agree, Gino. Yeah, I'd rather watch Kid Bandit than Sting. Yeah, Sting's going to eventually die in the ring. That's going to be the death of AEW. We're going to have the TBS curse. You don't like old guy. Like, he doesn't like Jericho. He doesn't like Sting. He just doesn't appreciate wrestling history. Because he showed up. Because he showed up in 2008. He was like, oh, wrestling's my favorite. I'm going to be obsessed with it. I'm not going to appreciate any of the past. I don't get And then I'm going to pretend Stone Cold's my favorite when he would hate half the fucking shit that I'm watching. Well, I'm not doing my Dusty Rhodes rant tonight. <laughs> yes, Dusty's biggest rival was Ric Flair. It stinks. You know, fuck that fat idiot. We like Sapphire. Bleeding, I'm only upsetting bleeding for so. Thank you so much, Ricardio. Spliff Master is a sob. Ew. Go ahead, Gino. What's happening in Chicago? Is Jeff Jarrett there or what? Jeff Jarrett is supposed to show up and get Effie is not wanting to do anything about this man who's just trying to get a payday, trying to pop this territory that's going to then make him fail more like the gold business did. So he's going to show up and probably get beat the fuck up by somebody, maybe in Matt Cardona. Maybe. Could be, Gino. What else? Think it happened. <laughs> we also do have, since in the Chicago, <laughs> as we are discussing it, we have... Kylie Ray coming back and having a match with Ali. Fucking retarded girl, mentally ill weirdo. No, she's like you, Vlady. She pretends to be sad like Gino and I. Gino, you should spot this a mile away. Did you see when she made a glittery social media post claiming to be diseased like you and I? Yes, I remember that post. And I, to an extent, I kind of bought in. Like, maybe she really does suffer through all this stuff. And AEW and Impact have caused her all this stress. But, like, they wouldn't the cause of stress it had to be something within herself that makes her did she say that that that's the profession causing the stress and maybe it's she's possible. in the wrong one huh maybe all the women are gino it could be the case and we don't know entirely what really goes on the backstage and i don't think she'll ever be open enough and ready to talk ladies about it. it could be the case that every woman's in the wrong profession in wrestling oh <laughs> yeah i mean that we're all watching it even though we want to be respectful of women and we want to. We want to. We want to push that product. We're all definitely still watching Kelsey Reagan going. I hope she does well because she's hot. Like that's how our brains work. I only like ugly girls now. I like Jordine Grace. Yeah. See, and even her, she's always talking about how jealous everyone is that she's not single. And oh, she she knows she's putting those bikini workouts on Instagram for Gino and I. We know what she's doing, right, Gino? Yes, we know that these are intentional. She's trying to make money the way she can. You know, that's good on her, making her way to make money. Taking advantage of horny dudes, right? Poisoning society. Catch the buzz, feel the sting. Hey, a mandate from Cassidy. Go ahead, Gino. Wait, hold on, Gino. I got something big. Vladi's also on OnlyFans. Actually, no, it's on one of the sexy e-girl forums. And I got some Farrah Abraham videos leaked from OnlyFans. And in one of them... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right listen to that I, so it just said kink ahead before i hit play and i'm like hell yeah <laughs> this girl fucking turns around spreads her asshole open and starts shitting the biggest <laughs> shit that i've ever seen and it's the girl from teen mom like the pretty one like i thought for sure the fat girl would have been doing this one day i didn't know the pretty one would be shitting for me and this was like the sexiest video of all time and she's talking like tessa the whole time you like that shit 
you fucking dirty boy. And I got this thing downloaded. I wish we had the Tessa video. <laughs> I, like, I don't know why, but when you started telling that story, I was like, is this a shit video? Like, it just seemed the whole way it was set up. And then I know when it says kink, and I know there's an ass involved, but I was like, what is it, like a poop video? And you're like, she, she took a bigger shit than Molly. She takes the biggest shit of her life. Is she wrestling at GCW? Because I would watch this shit out of Farrah Abraham's shit match, you know. Well, sadly, she is not going to be in the Chicago sighting, but who will be here is one of our people, Luxie's fair wrestler, Bandito, is going to be facing Blake Christian. Yeah, I Blake Christian does good. that 450 or like 520 stomp. You see that? Yes, it was such a fucking sick spot. And just then, Sonu does something similar to that, but like, can kind of messes up to it. Is uh, what's her name? Uh, Casey Canzaro. I recently saw this one fucking gif of her doing a spot, and I sent it to Kevin, and she could fucking kill somebody with her, even if herself. Oh my god, dude. Send it to. We need it in the squared circle on the Vleeties Discord. Vleeties, uh, every Tuesday, we're going to be pushing this squared circle. This is where I've been posting pictures all night. I have a picture of Zack Sabre Jr., my boy. <laughs> We've been boss since last night. Also, Vleeties, I have a picture of the nothing in there. I have a picture of Sunny Kiss with Jay Lethal that you and I are going to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know, we need that gift. Because, Vleeties, when you see this, it's and it's it's not supposed to go this way, so but it's still a great point from Gino that it's probably only gonna go this way. She tries to do this like flippy thing and she lands like with her lower back first and only, it seemed like. Oof. And that is like the worst possible thing. Like, even if you just put a towel on your bed and fall back on it, like a rolled up one. I read in YouTube comments someone paralyzed himself doing it. So you got to be careful doing uh, big falls on your lower back, huh? Well, she's American Ninja Warrior. So, yeah, she's going to try and do the. That's why they. I think she wanted to quit a few years back. And I remember they talked her out of it. And they know that they can get a lot out of her. So it only makes sense that she needs to do big flippy shit. So once she masters. The 630, like our good friend Sammy Guevara. We're going to be fine. She's going to be incredible. Oh, my God. Fleeties, I'm sorry. I'm looking at it. And even if she la she lands on her feet first, which makes her lower back hit before the rest of her, if she landed right, she would crush that fucking girl. Look yeah. at this momentum, Fleeties. How can this move work? <laughs> I'm even pulling it up now. But, no, I don't know how. Yeah, look, this is a Thunderdome era, huh? Okay. But poor Casey Catanzaro. Let's take it. I'm trying to load it up. The truth don't load. I have to see a guy do it. Once a guy does it, I'll be like, oh, obviously that's how it oh, works. Oh, she's got her back facing, so she can't even see. No, this works. This is her spiral tap, right? You know? Kind of like the spiral tap, actually. I was thinking about, like, AJ used to do it kind of like this, but he didn't do a leg drop and then a foot stop. And AJ, yeah, AJ didn't land as precarious as she lands. She definitely, she definitely. <laughs> Look at her arms. Uh, she just flails out when she falls back. Like, she had no idea. She would, the momentum would pull her back like that. She doesn't know where the mat is. She's just falling. I'm mean, hopefully this works out. And it did. And, and she's better for it. We're all better for it. Thank you, Casey. Or Casey and Caden, the champs yet, Gino. Sadly, they're not, but they are going to be in the tournament. Again, we could run down NXT if we really wanted to. No, I did not watch NXT. I got home a little late, and I was like, okay, you know, let's hang out with Ralph, and let's, uh, let's you know, have some dinner, and can't wait to talk. And, you know, then, then we talked. So uh, I think this was a success. I think this was a success. I think this was the greatest one we've ever done. Ladies, in our day, we had the money shot. We had fucking Val, the big Valbowski. Doing one simple top rope move. 
now we got these retarded little nerd girls who have Geno's nothing inside them, and they try to get a cheer just to keep living. And you saw what happened when they don't, Fleeties, Anna Kimura. Yeah, I, and that's the that's how wrestling just keeps progressing and progressing and progressing until suddenly Jim Cornette won't watch any of it. Him and Omega got in some beef. Maybe we'll, you and I touch on that tomorrow. But yeah, uh, Kenny Omega tried to do like a uh, not a fake apology. You did apologize, and Cornette was like, "Go fuck yourself, you fucking idiot. Fuck you and you fuck." I love Jim Cornette now. I'm back on board. So. Thank you, everyone, so much for coming in, Vladies 2.0. I think we did it, Gino. I think this was the most successful event we've ever done. Not a show. This is an event now, okay? Tuesday nights, Vladies 2.0, Vladies, Gino, and Kevin. Kevin, how do you think this one went? This was a good one. This was the best one of all time, Vladies. The burning fire is now just a simmering fire. And hopefully I won't start crying later, Vladies. I'm going to play nothing but Gwent for hours and see if I can stay distracted by my strategies with my consume deck i liked uh i think on twitter they had tweeted something out and you like responded <laughs> like they they extended some like sale or something and you were like to help out the amateurs like you were ladies that was i was bragging you because i'm like oh i'm like 70 levels into the battle pass started it in the last week and then they extended it a whole month when i'm like level 890 now i go helping out the amateurs so these people, I mean, yeah, I'm I took months off and I'm still able to complete it. What's up with the Genos out there? Gino, where are you at on Gwent? Are you on the battle pass? I am not currently playing Gwent, actually. I'm playing right now this one other card game kind of it's more RPG focused and kind of roguelike called Inscription. I'm really enjoying Gino, it. See, I... you're not like us, Vleeties. By the way, Vleeties, <laughs> what do you think roguelike is? No, I, I have no fucking clue. I do love that you're both playing card games on the computer. Uh, I'm playing a card game on my phone called Solitaire Cash. Now, Gino, this is up your alley. You just got to put like $5 in, and then you enter these tournaments, and you win real money. It's like the most fun I've ever had. Most Ayako thing ever. She plays. What's that <laughs> game, Ayako? She has over 1,200 hours, and I have more in Gwent. But she's playing these. Oh, Picross? What's that, Bleedies? Oh, I don't know, but it sounds like lacrosse, but with pictures, and I love that. She's a pro. <laughs> Well, Kevin, thank you so much. Gino, thank you guys. Gino, any parting words before we leave tonight? I just felt like this was an amazing night. Again, we have a lot of great discussions here at this event. I'm looking forward to the next one, Matt. Rizzo to C says, fuck PCO Terry Funk is based. Whoa. I don't know about any of that. Compared to, I would have to agree, Terry Funk is more based than PCO. (sighs) Couldn't sell a backdrop to save his life. So, yes, thank you guys so much for coming in and hanging out. Kevin, you you hold on to it, my friend. And if you are going to be sad, write a song about it, please. Ladies, I had half a can of chili. Poor Mel Chili today. I had a, I, I discovered turkey subs again. Says go to be ladies episode. I'm going to get some Belillo rolls, American cheese, lots of lettuce and turkey. My eating is right. And now I can hopefully stop the nothing. <laughs> the nothing will end. No more uh, American Whoppers, which I don't think they'd have anymore, but I remember that era. Kevin, thank you so much. It was, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. That is Kevin Scampoli. We also had Gino on. What an amazing time. I know it got heated, but I think it worked out in the end. I think we're all better for it. I think this was a fun time, Ricardo. Thank you for all the subs. Ayako, thanks for hanging out. Cassidy with the Stay Savers. Rizzo, Dakota, Quigley. Dakota again, Spliff Master, Dakota, Ayako, Macho Punk, Roll Tide. We'll get him next year, my friend. Uh, one fall to a finish. Thank you for joining the fun tonight. I had an amazing time. Thank you, Gino. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, and pff, 
We're out of here, my friends. Everyone have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow for the whole fucking show. We're going to plan out that TWFS 100. So there's lots and lots to look forward to. Thank you, J-Tay. Love you, J-Tay. I had the Gino artwork. It's on the screen with me. Have a good night, everybody. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like our 21-day fix program or the ab shredding muscle burns fat program. Plus, there's free support in personalized fitness groups with our community of over 2 million members. Now is the time, so don't wait. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.